0: How you doing, everyone? How you doing out there? Are uh, you listening to my new show, Open Mic? I'm comedian Ricky Cole. Let's get to the point. You know, Fourth of July weekend was crazy. A lot happened. I want to talk about it. Black brother driving. For some reason, the cops say he shot at him. And after the high-speed chase, they put 60 bullets in his back. Now, that family got to bury a young man because for some reason, eight police officers decided to execute the brother over a traffic stop. You know, it's funny in this country where we love the Second Amendment. um, Somehow you find a way to criminalize a black person with a gun could have had a permit. doesn't matter. He had a gun or he had a hoodie or he wore a mask or he was reaching for something. But he was unarmed. But no fucking sympathy for the brother after you put 60 bullets in his ass. You handcuff him. You know... A lot of people get mad at me, but I want to keep it real on open mic. Man, that was fucking slave patrol all day long. That was slave patrol. You know, eight cops, it was like a sequence. You ever listen to that video? The motherfucker's like, one, two, three, fire now. And this motherfucker was running. And ain't no way he could have got away from all them goddamn bullets. 90 bullets plus. Someone might have had time to reload. That they was playing shoot the nigga. And I hate to use the N word, but that's what they were thinking. Now you don't open Mike, I'm gonna keep it real, man. That is the fucking problem in this country. Systemic racism. Now 4th of July parade. Highland Highland City or whatever. A few hours or a few drives, whatever, down from Chicago. I don't know exactly, I've never been to Chicago. some little crazy white boy want to go target practice. Now in the media, forget about those racist cops putting 60 bullets in the brother's back. They ran straight to that story. Now this story is pretty sad, man, because people got shot watching the goddamn 4th of July parade. See how that shit been put on our heads that we're celebrating our depressors' independence. That's... up. But other than that, we go along with the fucking program. Because, hey, we like to drink beer and get high. too. You know, hey, it's a day off. What the fuck? We know it's our depressors holiday. You don't see white folks saying, damn. Oh, Juneteenth, man. Whew. I love cooking out on Juneteenth. Nah, the motherfucker be like, what the fuck this nigga talking about? Just like Martin Luther King. Nigga, this is Martin Luther King's birthday. I'm taking off. Well, you know you're not getting paid for that shit. That's what we're doing. Systemic racism Alright, so before I get all this shit All out of twack And piss a lot of you white people off And then you don't want your friends to listen to my show I just want to keep it real This is the new open mic show Alright, this is comedian Ricky Cole Okay, it used to be the old Cole show But now it's the open mic show You don't know what the fuck I might say Or my one of my boys come over and say some crazy shit We're going to keep it real And what we're dealing with in America Is something that we've always been dealing with you know, you learn to ignore it. Remember that drunk uncle that you knew he was a drunk but you loved him anyway. You can ignore that he's an alcoholic and pissing on your couch and and eating up all your food. He ain't never experienced that problem. You know, a lot of brothers and sisters out there know what I'm talking about. You overlook their problem. You become an enabler. Did I say that right? No, whatever. But anyway. What's wrong with white Americans who are not racist? You ignoring the racism. It never went away. Today on Open Mic, we're going to listen to George Wallace, which a lot of you guys can understand why Donald Trump mimicked George Wallace. The same racist, same dog whistle, same hate. You know, Ronald Reagan and how he, he played it, but he was a little bit more sophisticated racist. You know, a little, you know, a little bit more polished than uh, Richard Nixon. Nixon was a hell of a lot more polished than George Wallace. Nixon knew how to, like, well, we ain't gonna call them niggas. We're gonna call them urban shit like that. What about the hippie white girls who's fucking Jimi Hendrix? Sluts. You know, shit like that. You know. um, and drugs. Our government went to war with us when... Enemy number one, drugs. Niggas. Went out there, put drugs in our community, no investment. But you know what they damn sure invested in? Made sure that we'd be brainwashed generations later to keep investing in? Police. Oh, god damn it. Law and order! Law and order! Look! Law. Law and order is a dog whistle. White supremacy. We must maintain white supremacy at all times. You don't believe me. Listen to Tucker Carlson and Mark Levin and the rest of them crazy fuckers over there on the far right. You'd be like, God damn. Why don't you just say you racist motherfuckers and get that shit over with. Stop acting. Stop talking. Nigga, we can read your goddamn codes. All right. With that said, you guys, I can't play the whole thing. I don't own it. But I think you guys should learn. Why are we in the situation we in? And why Donald Trump made it to the White House? Because there's a lot of white people out there. Some of them have good intentions. Some of them crazy as hell. Some of them think freedom depressing others. But there's a party to be reckoned with. And when we think this shit just happened under Donald Trump, hell no. It happened a long time ago. Under George Wallace. It was one of the few
1: candidates that I, in my experience, that people would
2: literally fight you over. They would, they would hit you with their best. I mean, it was, the feelings were
0: intense. You know they're talking about George Wallace, not Donald J. Trump. Isn't that crazy? Yes. That's how racist white America really is. Check this out a little bit more. Today on Open Mic, we're going to talk about why is white Americans racist? And why is they hanging on to that racism? Even today in the 21st century, why?
2: them people over there and put them a bunch of cages and ship them off. Now, ship and
0: dump them. Now, this is 1968-69. The noise you're listening to. A George Wallace rally, not a Donald Trump Rally, and then you listen to this because this is real white America. This is how racist they really are. They cannot get rid of that racism. They pass that shit down, like I said, like an inheritance. And it's all about power, man. They keep the base of the Republican Party mostly old Dixocrats and new. Dixocrats, they call themselves conservatives and Christians, you know, the usual bullshit to cover their real racist ideology. But this is who they are.
2: Uh, He brought that he was himself the boxer, the fighter. Well, if you've ever seen George Wallace on the stump, you know that the fists are swinging and sometimes it's open
1: ass, but most of the time it's that fist swinging to stress a point. And he was very good at
2: it. I have never paid any attention to anything that the people of your state and my state did or said in the past. They ignored us and looked down their nose at us and called us everything under the sun. And I'm sick and tired of it and I resent it because I feel that the people of our region are just as intelligent and refined and cultured as the people of any region of the United States or the entire world and that's no reflection of the people of any other section of our country.
1: Day after day, white Southerners looked at the television, and what could they see? They saw a kind of morality play, in which um, there were the heroic civil rights uh, activists and these uh, horrific, bestial, um, violent white Southerners. And now you have George Wallace standing up, standing up for America, he says, but really standing up for white Southerners.
2: Yes, they've looked down their nose at you had me a long time. they called us rednecks. The Republicans and the
0: Democrats. Well-, well you know, when I listened to that when George Wallace said that. See, I was a kid when George Wallace was in Alabama. And my Uncle always said, George Wallace, I don't know what happened to him. You know, he got re- you know, he got his spirit back and repent and all that bullshit when he was on his deathbed. But what? George Wallace represents for poor white working class. Is that they feel left out. They do. They really do. Why do you think they flock to Donald Trump? The wealthy Americans are playing the poor whites against the other. Those are powerful people and know how to fuck with those people. Them people are just as poorly educated as the Hispanics, the blacks we we'll go to the low-rated schools. And we be talking about we want to go to white schools in good neighborhoods. Them motherfuckers just as dumb as the ones in the other neighborhoods. So it doesn't matter. The ones who real smart are the ones going to them private academies. Who don't even know who the fuck you are. And wouldn't look down. I mean, would look down on you and, and walk over you if they have to. Those prep school kids. The ones who are automatically going to be privileged. George Wallace was a racist man. But he but he what what was so devious about that and evil about that that he wasn't as racist as the people that supported him. And that's what Donald Trump is doing. He's using your racism, your fears, your prejudice for his advantage. We're
2: going to show him sure are a lot of rednecks <laughs> in this country.
1: And in that sense, he becomes the champion of the white South. It doesn't matter if he loses. He loses in 63 against the Kennedys. He loses the game in, uh, in, in virtually every confrontation he has. But white southerners are used to that. Since the Civil War, they've always lost. What is important is not um, so much winning as it is uh, being a fighter, standing up,
0: uh, defending your rights, uh, showing how tough you are. In so many words, defending white supremacy. You know, show them how tough you are. You go lynch a nigga in a heartbeat, right? That's the ideology, man, that George Wallace and Donald J. Trump and other Republicans today they were Dixocrats then they didn't belong to no party you just heard george wallace saying you know he blamed both but see richard nixon needed that racist group of people to join the republican party and that's how the southern strategy come along today so why you think our country's fucked up because of this shit. um and and in a sense
1: getting americans to respect you
2: Little children cannot even bow their heads and say God is great, God is good, and violate the Constitution. They say, "Well, who heard of any such interpretation of the Constitution of our country?" Those are the things the damaged man in this country
1: is sick and tired
0: of. Well, back then, they thought they loved the Constitution. On January the sixth, they showed us they didn't love the Constitution. They love the white supremacy more.
1: There was a tremendous counter-revolution to what the Supreme Court was doing
0: in the 50s. You know, it's funny. When he said counter-revolution, we're still going through it because they got a token Negro sitting on the Supreme Court rubber stamping all of that white supremacy. And they're governing from our fucking court system. That was a brilliant strategy. You know how racist and how much rage you have to have in your blood to sit around and think of ways to fuck up the country so you can make other people's lives miserable? How miserable and hateful and how much white rage you have in you to do some shit like that, mitch o fucking connu. Because he was a kid back then. So he listened to his grandpappy sit around and talk about the good old days when niggers knew their place. And that's what gets me. And he said, I'm going to get me a token Negro in Kentucky. I'm going to get me a token Negro in that Supreme Court with the help of Joe Biden and the rest of them white boys who made the covenant of keep peace. We're white Americans together. We'll fuck over everyone else. But we will always keep the covenant between the rich, wealthy southerner and the wealthy northerner. And that's what gets me with this whole game, man. It's a fucking game, and we're, be- we're-, we're being used. That's why they got to lie to their base every night. That's why they created that fucking news platform. Fox wasn't lying good enough to them. They created Newsmax to keep that lie strong. And then A&T and T took our money and ran out there and created another lie-, a lie network. Because Ross Limbaugh was dying, and Tucker Carlson can't just... There's too much lying. To, Tucker can't do all that lying. And 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 and, Hannity and Laura Ingram, they're trying to keep up with all those lies. There's so much going on that we can't even fucking focus. This all boils down to one thing. White Americans, you are racist. In the early 60s, with its decisions on school
1: prayer, and its decisions on integration, uh, and its decisions later on on abortion and things like that. And what Governor Wallace did, Governor Wallace was the first to hit these directly head-on to pick up on these issues and address these concerns of middle America.
0: Race is America.
1: And he became really the tribune of middle America, the tribute...
0: Race is America.
1: To the people... The people that really believed in Wallace were the people that he would term as the rednecks, uh, the wool hats, the hayseed, the footlong walkers, the square dancers, the guitar pickers. They did believe that uh, somewhere out of the of the poor people that uh, some person would ultimately rise and represent their thoughts and their
0: ideas and their wants and their wishes. And George Wallace was the man. Wow. George Wallace was the man. Wow. One more time. Can't believe that segregation mentally works. You let those poor whites feel that they're a little bit more superior than those people over there. You're a little bit better. And then you will be a barrier to those who are the puppet masters. Those who have all the power and all the wealth. Because they got this capitalist society that we live in and we claim that we're a democracy and some races say we're a republic. And I'll like, wow. We educate now people to be stupid, not to be united, but to be separate. This is the 21st century. We can't afford to be ignorant. Racism is childish Very selfish That's what I hear Now later on in Open Mic, We're going to talk about James Baldwin In my next episode Which was a brilliant debate Happened some 50-something years 60, almost 60-something 60 years Yeah wow, damn, it's been that long, but anyway, um, we're still dealing with that same colonial ideology of thinking, kind of weird metaphor, but other than that, yes, it's, it's like, they don't get it, they just really don't, maybe it's the climate, Maybe what you know, how, you know, just the way they think. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out myself. That you see it, but you rather to ignore it. And that what blows my mind. All right, a little bit more. So George Wallace was the man back then. Donald J. Trump is their man today. You know it's funny how the politicians manipulated the poor southern white people right knew that excuse me know that southern white Americans believe in the Bible they believe in family and they easy to be brainwashed because they're simple folks they're peasants that's most That's that's what they are but see the, the wealthy in the south the you know, The ruling class They needed blacks To do the labor Now you don't want the blacks Who used to be slaves Mixing with those peasants So I gotta brainwash Those peasants to make them think That they better than those negroes We gotta make laws up, Like second class laws And hide our racism Behind these laws To make sure that we keep these niggas In Jim Crow Now, this is after every black person that fought from the colonial war to the civil war to World War I to the Mexican-American wars fighting the Indians out west. Um, Just as American as these other. Well, I went around the world with that one because you think about it. Really think about it. We fought in every goddamn war that these white people could think of to save this piece of shit land. But did we get any respect for it? the motherfuckers. But right in that fucking Bible Belt where these redneck motherfuckers love God, as long as he carries an AK-47 back then, it was a fucking shotgun. But today, it's an AK-47 that- or a musket. Especially back in the turn of the century. They didn't want black folks to get their hands on those muskets. Because it was terrified. And you know, the Second Amendment was written just to make sure white folks armed themselves to keep us in second class. Oh, well, you know those niggers get away from them fucking plantations. Woo. and we're not armed. Oh, my God, Jesus. They will slaughter us and make us slaves. You really think so? Oh, I know so. An American bandana back then, it was a, short, a shotgun, a 30 yard six, and a 45 back then with George Wallace. I think the 38 crippled that motherfucker for life. But other than that, Donald J. Trump was playing the George Wallace car. Now, guess who was around around that time to pick up on George, George Wallace campaign? Roger Stone. Manafort. Steve motherfucking Bannon. See? Wealthy boys who was a little bit more polished, but they loved the George Wallace.
2: He said, you ever heard of Mountain Brook, Alabama, and they say, no, John Governor, tell us about it. And he said, well, Mountain Brook is an all lily white town, it's over across the mountain from Birmingham. You know, Birmingham. As you know, it's got all the steel mills and all, and, and you got the blue collar working class people there. And of course, they face with the, their schools, their kids being bused from here, there, to yonder, to kingdom come, to integrate the schools. It says, but you take the fellows that the, the, the executives of the mills, the big shots in the mills, they get in the air conditioned Cadillacs, and the chauffeurs drive them back on up to Mountain Road where the average home is worth about $300,000 a piece and some of the homes at 15 bathrooms in <laughs> them. It says, and they drive up there, they sit up there at the country club, at Mountain Brook Country Club, and they got these little martinis and they hold the little things up in there and they sip on the martinis. And you know what they say? Oh, we've got to be progressive. We've got to have some of this integration,
0: says it. <laughs> yeah. You got to have it for business. See, one thing I like about that old racist redneck, God rest his soul, he did ask for forgiveness, is that he knew it was a power game. Listen, those wealthy white men who wanted you to integrate, they didn't have to integrate because they lived in their wealthy com- community. And they kids are the ones so George Wallace fucking up that America do that. So what I'm saying is the Koch brothers, the Mercers, these rich motherfuckers who got money He's and power fucking about democracy. and influence who can buy politicians and judges, they know yes. that their kids don't have to go to school with your kids. They, they know fuck up with their education system. they don't have to fucking manufacture their shit in this country. But they know you will buy it. They don't want us to realize that the rich is playing us. You know, one thing I give about this old white cracker that died, George Wallace, he was more patriotic than what's going on today. You know, he didn't try to overthrow democracy. He was just white fighting for white supremacy. Like he used to be when he was a kid. Niggas knew their place. Hispanics didn't come over here as much. The niggas was picking everything. Out West, the Mexicans that was here, they knew their place. And the Asians, they knew their place. This was a white man's land. He would have never thought about overthrowing democracy. Not in 1968. Even though the hippies was out and homosexuality was soon coming out. And blacks was finally getting a little respect. And guess who went to college around that time? Clarence Motherfucking Thomas. Ben Carson. Um, the black lady uh, represents something from Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> and Dr. D. <Gates. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and Yale graduates. Black people. Just imagine what the shit they went through. Even Connelly's Rice, by the way, was, yeah, she was a young woman. Um, she might have did in the prep schools with the white kids Because integration was just started. And from the looks of what George Wallace said It was pretty goddamn racist <laughs> So let's find out a little bit more Before I continue the show I think you guys should go And go to PBS And ask for George Wallace um, I can't play the whole thing Because this is PBS property But I think PBS need to promote Documentaries like this So America can be a little bit more educated on white supremacy, because that's what we're dealing with today, you know, and that's what we're dealing with, white fucking supremacy, you know, I had to shout out PBS, because you know what, that's an old piece of material that PBS put out, and I was like, wow, should I, yes, but I had to get it out, because our country's in trouble, and the truth need to be told, all right, that was a little bit of George Wallace, and what's going on in America, you listen to Open Mic. I'm your host, comedian Ricky Cole. Tell your friends about my show. I see you on the other side.